G'day guys, Tom and Callum on Fresh 92.7. Callum, let's talk about towels. Yeah, towels. Uh, there's an anxiety with towels when you go to a bathroom, a friend's bathroom. Uh, I like to have it distinguished which towel to use. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I agree. There are menaces in our society that yep. do not... Like, I personally have a hand towel next to our sink, right? Next to the basin that you wash your hands in the bathroom and there's a nice little hand towel. And on the other side, we've got a towel rack with yep. all like our body towels that we dry off. And with. I appreciate that because you don't induce a panic attack on me when I go to your bathroom. I can distinguish which towel to use. Now, that's the thing. We, ha I, we have a friend of the show, not going to name any names, <coughs> James Ridgewell, yep. menace to our society. Yeah, yeah. Man does not have a hand towel. No. He's just got a bunch of like normal sized towels on the door. And it's like you wash your hands or like along his bath. You wash your hands. You're like, am I drying my hands where someone dries their ass right now? Yeah, or yeah. Like, <laughs> like what is or going on? Or the designated on? genital towel like, yeah. <laughs> of, of the Ridgewell <laughs> household. designated genital towel? I don't know. That's not a thing. It could be. We don't know Ridgewell. This is the sort of man who to be doesn't fair, distinguish his towels. Yeah, he is a menace when it comes to towels, so who knows? If you see a little tiny towel in the corner, we know that's for his genitals. <laughs> uh, not, not, uh, not, not making any statements, but... Um, <laughs> So yeah, like I just don't want to be induced with a panic attack when I go to people's bathrooms, and yeah. I just also fear that like maybe if you're having a sleepover or something at a person's house, friend's house, and you use the wrong towel, like if you're wetting your hands on their body towel, what yeah. if you're wiping it on the dad's towel or something, and the dad just barges in like kicks the door? I just fear you're just gonna kick the door and be like, what? put the what fear of God into yeah. you. Why are you using this towel? Yeah, because I imagine it'd be super unpleasant. Like if you were to get in the shower and then go to wipe yourself with an already wet towel, <laughs> and also the mystery lingering on your mind: why is this wet? Was that that Tom kid who came over and wet, <laughs> and, well, and wet my genital towel with and his And it hands. is the worst too, because I've had plenty of times I've gotten in the shower and I've realised as I've hopped in, like, man, I should have probably gone to the toilet beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Hopped back out, dried off gone to the toilet, gone back in the shower. The five minutes later when I'm done with my shower and I've got a wet towel and it's like, oh, may as well just go back in the shower for 10 minutes because yeah, I, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to dry off with I'm this. I'm not ready for this. It's the worst. See, I think someone that got it wrong, when I was in Europe with a friend of the show, Clemente and Lawrence, yep. uh, me and Lawrence were sent to do Clemente's washing, his laundry, because he wanted us to do it. We are going to the laundry mat anyway. Uh, he gives us his bag to do the laundry. Now, Put, yep. hang on. Did, doesn't he know how to do his own laundry? Well... I think so, but one can't be too sure. It was just because we were going to the laundromat anyway. Uh, and what, what was he doing? <laughs> yeah, I just, just got to go out for a walk, actually, yeah. guys. Do you mind? <laughs> Maybe we should be a bit courteous. Like, we're anxious about using the wrong towns. He's anxious about doing the laundry. Like, it's panic attacks when it comes to it. I can't talk. I'll probably have my mother listen to this and be like, Tom doesn't know how to do laundry. Yeah, she calls I up don't. and shames you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, well, I don't know what the difference between yeah. fabric softeners and stuff is. He put it in the microwave last time. His, <laughs> his singlet was toast. I thought it was the dryer. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he, I think he's got it wrong because one day uh, with the laundry, we come back to the room. Me and Lawrence realise that we've done only half of his laundry. There's a little capsule part of his bag that we neglected. Okay, right. There's a bit of washing in there. We pull it out. And what we saw, I swear they were panties. Like This guy's been talking about the hot heat. Chafing all the time, like how he's getting chafed. He's I'm just like, been wearing a G string. Yeah, no longer can he complain <laughs> about the hot heat of Spain. Like it's just been a G string. Mate, Not to wear mention some proper bloody boxes or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not to mention, he... did he have that high riding as well? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, <top tops>? yeah. <laughs> I did see some bedazzled, uh, <laughs> some words bedazzled on his upper waist. But um, anyway, another thing, his bath mat. There was a bath mat in there, and we we're like, well, why do you have a bath? Like mat? what you put on the ground, mm, like a little bath on. mat. Yeah, yeah. Right. Anyway, we're like, Will, why do you have a bath mat? Like, the hostels usually provide it. And he's like, oh, yeah. it's my towel, man. I'm like, what? Wait, wait. That was like a towel he, drew, he dried off on. 
Yeah, yeah, like body and head and everything. Yeah, so he never that came out of the thing. he never came out of the bathroom with the towel <laughs> on. But I just imagine him coming out like he's dressed for a tiger party, like. <laughs> Like just when we think we're going to a restaurant for some tapas, he's really going to it the bathroom, even reach climbing his bloody knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just imagine him climbing out the bathroom window and going to the next toga party. I didn't know they were in Spain, but he's definitely <laughs> come prepared for some kinky G-string toga party. That's it. <laughs> this is Tommy Callum on Fresh ninety two seven. G'day guys, Tommy Callum on Fresh ninety two seven. Callum, uh, I want to talk about bum bags. Yeah, for a yeah, little bit. Sure. I had one throughout Europe, just, yeah. Yep, yep. I had... never wore one back in Adelaide, but yeah, sort of took it up while I was I got there. one about middle of the year, yep. uh, just just for a music festival to hold my stuff, because like, I, a lot of the pants I wear have shallow pockets, and so I'm convenient. always scared yeah. of losing like my phone and wallet. Yeah, if you're jumping up and down, That's getting it, in the mosh. Getting yeah. in the mosh and stuff, so I, got, I invested in a bum bag, and I've never looked back. I wear it pretty much every day now, yeah. everywhere yeah, I go. Yeah. Well, when I came up today, you were wearing it. I was like, that's yeah. a nice bum bag. <laughs> it I, is. I, I, I don't know if you would be moshing in the uh, station at Fresh, but always. I'm sure it'll be convenient I in some way. Am. Um, one thing I want to talk about bum bags is what, how do you wear them usually? Yeah. Right? Because like I always wear it over, one over the shoulder, and then people, they're designed to be like worn around the waist. They are. That's why yep. they're called a bum bag. Uh, see, I wear it around the shoulder as well. I did rock the around the waist, but that was something I was deeply shameful about and kept under my shirt. Now, that's that's the thing, right? Because you wear it around the waist and then, like, it gives that stigma of that you're just like a... You're in your 40s and you're a mm, white suburban yeah. dad. Over the shoulder <laughs> is cool. Around the waist is more like... You, you're the sort of bloke to call it an ergonomic bum bag or something. Like, urban, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there's also... Wearing it around the waist, though, yeah, you, yeah. you come off like a bit dodgy. Yeah, definitely. That's another you get problem. a rep. Yeah. There's, there's a massive stigma surrounding bum bags. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, they, it's been around for a while now. You can't wear bum bags any sort of way and not be perceived as some way. Yeah, you know, you, know, you looked weirdly like I started wearing the bum bag after Europe and went to a shopping center with a friend of the show and he was just embarrassed to walk around me. He said he, yeah. but then again, also comforted. That I would be the type to pull out a pocket knife. It's not, you know, it <laughs> well, does look thing, a bit like, scary. What, what are these people put in bum bags? Mine's a bit ratchety as well. It drops little bits of fabric off as I walk. Oh, like no. it's just falling to pieces. <laughs> well, it's like I feel like you wear it around the waist, like yeah. a, you know, ergonomic <laughs> bum bag. <laughs> yeah. Um. What? They, I'm sure they put different things in their bum bag compared to what the younger kids put when they put it around the one shoulder. Receipts for the ergonomic bum bag. Receipts. Um, yeah. Maybe a bottle opener. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like a multi-tool or something. Yeah, yeah. Sort of farmer sort of thing. See, I can't wait to bring the bum bag to town and just be some sort of tactical god of just bringing around everything. Because like you said, it's so convenient. Yeah. Like imagine being able to walk around town and everyone's coming up to you and they're like, come on, come on. Like, well, I do that. I do that. Yeah, what do, you, what, do you, what do you got? And I'm like, oh, what, what do you need? And like a bit of, <laughs> bit of salt, a bit of pepper. I've got this laser got... pointer. Yeah, Someone yeah. got a cat. <laughs> um... One thing I want to know... A bubble blower? Like, a piece of steak if you're hungry? In one the thing pit? I'd love to know, bum bags, do you reckon they'll ever get back to not being perceived that certain way? Either way you wear them. Do you reckon they could ever be just like a backpack? You know, come back to that prime point in their life. No. 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 <laughs> this is Tom and Callum on Fresh 92.7. G'day, guys. Tom and Callum. On Fresh 92.7. Dumb, um, got a bit of a story. As if, as we've been talking about, you just got back from Europe recently. You've yep. got a lot of stories from there. You said to me before we started this, this one's a bit raunchy, so 
I'm not. Let's let's just feel how it goes. A wee bit, yeah. Uh, so I went to this place. It was um like an institute business. I don't know, like how to describe it. it has poles. They sell Christmas poles, I guess you could say. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Coincidentally, it exotic bit, dancing. Yeah, coincidentally, <laughs> the elves uh, swing around on the poles in laundry. And uh, anyway, so like, all right, went to this place. Bad start. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> so you go into Santa's castle, and um, anyway, proper neon lights. You go through this big tube of like uh, neon lights. Is it actually Christmas end. themed? I'm getting confused uh, myself. No, it's not. It's just uh, <laughs> straight up dirty. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, go in there. Big neon lights. Just tube 100 meters of tube like you don't think you're actually going to get anywhere you think it's just going to be a maze <laughs> hang on so it's like you're walking through like one of those aquarium things just looking up into the ocean yeah well this fish. is nice i mean i expected dances but like the neon lights were quite really it was like yeah. it was actually like 100 meters long this tube it felt like it yeah but anyway you get into the actual or were you like, just on the happy borders all night i was sober okay well night, all right fair enough uh anyway fair so play get into the main area and it was like nothing I've seen before like the dancers like spinning around like with rockets coming out of their shoes like sparklers and everything yeah right it was Jesus. crazy anyway we uh, pay for a dance the five of us so friends of the show uh, one American dude we met their friend yep and a girl from Adelaide who like I was trying to impress her this night so you took her to an exotic dance club that's the if I know one thing about women, that's how you impress them. Hundred percent. It's not buying dinner. Yeah, yeah. It's hey, do you want to come to the strippers with uh, me? They do a good schnitzel <laughs> at the uh, strip club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, got a nice seafood open. menu. Yeah, yeah. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> it's a buffet. Um. Anyway, so we order a dance, like the five of us. Um. And keep in mind, trying to impress her, get in this little dance room, and uh, <laughs> it's got a little tiny stage. Yeah. And we're all sitting around. Her name's Lily. Lawrence, friend of the show, yells out it's Lily's birthday to the uh, dancer woman. Was it? Or it was... wasn't, it wasn't. Okay. Just so she gets special treatment. Anyway, she doesn't hear. The, the I'm dancer... sure this girl was so impressed with you too. <laughs> the dancer doesn't hear though. So I nudge Lawrence. I'm like, hey man, what are you doing? You know, tell her it's my birthday. Like, I'm the one who paid like the most for this. And so Lawrence yells out it's Callum's birthday. And she's like, right. The dancer in a like Czech accent. Yeah. She goes, right, stand over there. And puts me at the end of the line. <laughs> And she's gone around two minutes just, like, you know, sitting with, um, like, everyone else. Yeah. And I reckon I got ten minutes of treatment because she stands up, gets me to stand up. She's trying to take my shirt off, but she can't get past the ergonomic bum bag. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, White 40s suburban yeah, yeah. dad, yeah. She's like, what is this? And I'm like, just trying to take my shirt off, and I'm like, it's just my bum bag. And I just unclip it, put it on the couch. Anyway, she's, so she's taking my shirt off. And I'm just standing there, like, untamed hairy chest with my moobs and everything. Just, like, not a good physique. You know, the seafood menu to impress Lily was not great. And uh, yeah. the shirtless antics were not that great Not either. good calamari? No. <laughs> Unfortunate. Anyway, so um, the woman gets me to sit on the stage. Yeah. Lay down. Anyway, she, eventually she does a thing. She gets me to sit up. And the laundry is gone. Anyway, she goes spread eagle. <laughs> <laughs> this is not safe for work. And uh, anyway, so I'm sitting around and like the five of them are watching me. And yeah. she points at my head and spread legs, points at her crutch. So I, I look for approval like a dog, like looking before it's about to eat a meal. Like look at its own, looking Jesus. at its owners. You could not have worded I that worse. That's disgusting. <laughs> I, um, I turn to my friends on the couch. And I look back at her and I'm like, well, all right. So I go in for the kill and go, <laughs> and I go to eat. 
because um, that's what I thought. Like I thought, Prague, anything goes. That's what she told me to do. Anything and goes. She yeah. clamps my head like that James Bond villain woman who strangles people with her legs. She clamps my head with her knees <laughs> and then shoves me off the stage, like punches me in the head. I roll off the stage and simultaneous gasp between everyone on the couch. It was horrible. I haven't seen Lily since. Let, I was going to say, let's not leave it on a cliffhanger. You, you didn't impress that girl. You didn't see her again after that? I don't think so. Well, <laughs> it was expected. I'm going to end this before it gets any worse. This is Tommy Callum on Fresh 92.7. Don't go breaking my heart. I couldn't if I tried. Oh, honey, if I get restless. Baby, you're not that kind. Don't go breaking my heart. You take the weight off of me. Oh, honey, when you knock on my door. Ooh, I gave you my key. Ooh, Ooh nobody, nobody knows, knows it. it. When I was down, I was your clown. Ooh, Ooh nobody, nobody knows, knows it. it.